live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. And the ESPY for Best College Athlete Women's Sports goes to Jocelyn Allo, University of Oklahoma Softball. I have no issues or problems with uh, Jimbo. He's done a great job at AM. He did a great job for us. I think the competition level raised, you know, from my standpoint, and I get asked that, especially from the Texas and the Oklahoma people, from their standpoint, I think it's going to change things quite dramatically. Swing and a high fly ball left field. Forget that one. Way back left field and out of here. Byron Buxton goes back to back with Giancarlo Stanton. That was tattooed. A one-two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And that's the ball game. The American League hangs on to win it 3-2. And they have won nine straight here in the Midsummer Classic. Toby and TJ back with you here on a Wednesday. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. July 20. We're getting to 106 today. And then tomorrow, I think, 101, something like that. So pretty sad, TJ, when 101 sounds like a nice break, right? 101. It's quite the drop, yeah. Nice. 45 days away from a Sooner kickoff. want to remind you, our top 25 college football countdown, our uh, world-famous T-Row in the Morning Show top 25 college football countdown begins Monday. We unveil team number 25. Also, a reminder that this show every day is brought to you by our good friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE, it's the place to be. And CF Motos are hot right now, folks. Everybody's trying to get one of these CF Motos. I know Teddy was uh, tooling around. I don't know if he still got his or not, but they are awesome. I'm talking rocky creek beds, wooded mountainsides, colossal mud pits, or just to get around the neighborhood. High-performance vehicles that rip through the toughest terrain with ease, and they are outfitted with custom-designed, liquid-cooled four-stroke engines and an unmatched assortment of standard features. They got side-by-sides, ATVs. They are awesome. The ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, whatever you want it for. CF Motos, they got them. At Extreme Outdoor Equipment, check them out. Two locations, one in Goldsby, right there on uh, I-35, 
and one in Newcastle, right there on the interstate as well. All right. So I saw this last night, uh, TJ, come across my Twitter machine. You're on the Twitter machine, right, TJ? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, I saw this come across from ESPN College Football. And it says, um, USC is the most popular champion pick in Vegas. Yeah, I saw that, and that's just so odd to me. What do you think? I think there's a lot of people that if they really just want to waste their money like that, send it to me in an envelope. I'm not saying it's you impossible don't... that they win a national mm-hmm. championship. Obviously, any major program like that could get hot and things click right. But for like the majority of gamblers to be dropping money on USC, I know, you know, odds-wise, they probably... We're getting better return if they hit on that, but it's just strange to me. Yeah, they got no shot. They've got no shot. Yeah, I mean, that's now, what I mean. That's just like you're just, well, I don't really need this $300, but here you go. You know, if the bet was getting to a college football playoff or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You could justify the, well, they're in the Pac-12. Right. You know, I think that they're going to be able to run the table. Even then, they got in a game with Notre Dame that looks... But, I mean, that's a far... I, I wouldn't make that bet. But to win the national championship? Come on. They're going to go beat Alabama, USC? With, but what they got coming back from last year and all that kind of stuff? Come on, get real. But you're right. It has more to do with odds than, like, you can get... Like, if you go bet on Bama, you're not getting much return on your investment where... You can roll the dice, and and obviously they're near Los Angeles out there in Vegas, and so all that factors in. But isn't that interesting? It is that they would be leading everybody. I I, I found that really interesting. I, I like I said, I just is there that, a chance? I went. Huh? Is there a chance, TJ, that we're all butthurt about how this all went down, and USC's really better than we think they are? They're better than they were last year because of who he's brought in in the in the portal, but. They were a terrible football team last year. Five and seven, is that right? I think that's what they were. Five and seven or four and eight, but yeah. So, yes, they'll be improved. I think everybody agrees with that, but improved to the point that you're competing and winning a national championship, that to me is just far-fetched. And like I said, just you're just completely throwing money at something out of hope and... Right. They're smarter well, that's bets. that's what Las Vegas is. Well, I get that's what it is. I understand. But what I'm saying is there's better there's better bets out there and you can you can work your money better to get a an invest at your you know, get a better return. I get what they're trying to do. You would not recommend no, an investment I'm, no. in USC winning the national championship I, next year. I, I would say I would even put money down it, before I even say they'll win a national championship or even win a playoff game or reach the playoffs, Caleb Williams is the Heisman winner. I would put money on that before I would say that they win a national title. You are correct, by the way. Four and eight was their uh, was their record last year. Uh, I'm trying to find their. Uh, I'm trying to pull up their 2022 schedule real fast. Um, does USC appear in our top 25 countdown? 
You're asking me if I think he, uh-huh. they'll be in your countdown? Yeah. You're not very smart when it comes to the countdown, so I'll say yes. If you were doing the countdown, would USC be in the top 25 next year? I think USC is going to be a six, maybe, maybe a seven-win team. So I would say no, probably not. See, I need to pull up their schedule because that sounds harsh to me, but I want to look at their schedule before. If they win seven, that's a three-game improvement. Yeah, from a disastrous year last year, but it's still very bad. Uh, why why am I having such a hard time here? This is like the easiest thing in the world. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Whew, I am out of practice, TJ, with this uh, surfing the football these internet. Buttons okay, and these buttons these computers Rice. with their Mises. Win or loss, okay. Uh, Rice. Win. It's at home. Okay. At Stanford. Now, don't overinflate how good the Pac-12 is. I know. Stanford, I, I, I'm not Stanford expecting great things out of them, but game. that's a tough game. So I'll say that early out of the gate, and they're still working some things out. I'll say loss. Yeah, that's fair. Arizona State. The game is in uh, L.A. I'll say win. Washington State. The game is in L.A. Um, Win. At Utah. Loss. At Arizona. Win. They'll they'll win that. Cal. Win. The game is in L.A. That's a win. Colorado. The game is in L.A. That's a win. Uh, At UCLA. Loss. Notre Dame. Loss. Uh, why, why, why? That's okay. I skipped. I skipped a couple of games. Sorry. Um, I accidentally scrolled past a couple of games. Fresno State. The game is in L.A. weren't they decent last year? I'll say loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll say win. I, uh, uh, USC wins that. At Oregon State. Uh, win. So that's eight wins. Eight and four is what you've got them going. And a couple of those wins With I gave them, I didn't feel to comfortable. Losses at Stanford, at Utah, at UCLA, and Notre Dame. They're not running the table at home, I don't think. So I'm back off a couple of those. There are six well, You had them losing to Notre Dame at home. Well, you had them losing to Notre Dame at home. <laughs> I had them losing at Notre Dame wherever they played. Neutral site, too. So Okay. Yeah. Well, now does eight and four get you in the top twenty-five? Though that's possibly, the yeah, possibly. Yeah. If it's you know they go on a hot stretch at the end, maybe. Yeah. Winning the national championship, though, is <laughs> a significant reach. A significant reach for sure. Uh, okay, here's a question for you, TJ. Now I want you to think about this. Okay, think. I want you to think about all the factors involved and and everything that goes into answering this question okay what are you laughing about i'm just anticipating some weird question or something it's not a weird question at all who has a better statistical year next year 
Dylan Gabriel, Caleb Williams, Spencer Rattler. Mm. Take your time. Mm. I'm not asking wins and losses. Right. No, I, I, I realize that. I'm going to say... Boy, I think they'll all be like really close and similar in numbers. Could be. I'm Could going be. to say Spencer Rattler edges out. Caleb Williams, Dylan Gabriel third, but I think they'll be packed so close together that the, it's not. That may sound bad with me putting Dylan third, but I think he'll be. Boy, I don't know under Lebby. Um. Hang on, hang on. That's hang an on. interesting question. I'm putting Caleb I'm third. I'm Caleb third. Out. No, I've already tweeted out. No, I've, I've, Dylan no you said I had time to think it out. Will be. You already said Dylan Gabriel and then I will changed be my mind. the worst of these three Caleb Williams has an elite receiver. Exactly what I'm tweeting. Caleb Williams has an elite receiver coming in, but I don't know if he'll have the protection and stuff that he needs, so I'm, I'm going to flip that. I'll go Spencer, Dylan, Caleb. But I think they'll, their numbers will be... Unfortunately, I can't edit tweets, <laughs> yeah. so it's already well, out there. You send out lies if you want. <laughs> so so your final answer is Spencer Rattler will have the best statistical year And of I those can't three tell you anything around Spencer Rattler, but I'm going to say yes. Dylan Gabriel. Then Spencer Rattler, then Caleb Williams. <laughs> no, come on! You can't, I'm just this thinking. is a tough question. I'm I mean, no, it's no, a I'm, tough question. I'm thinking through in my head, and it's a really tough question. And and like I said, here's what we're gonna do. I could see them all being within a few hundred yards of each other, a couple of touchdowns, and a couple of interceptions of each other. Take the commercial break. I'm gonna do it. As Caleb well. Williams will have more yards on the ground, obviously. So his numbers overall may be better. Yeah, but what if they drop eight? You but know? yeah, I mean that's what I'm I'm running through my head here. <laughs> Take the commercial break. Think about the conferences they play in, the offensive line. All right, I'm set. I'm offenses. set. I don't need the commercial break. Spencer All Rattler is, will have the best season now, of the three. Well, I need the commercial break. So okay. you can think about it if you'd like. When we come back, we will continue this conversation. Your opinions out there, welcome as well. Uh, and and the, the correct answer is it may not matter as far as winning and losing football games if one team's got a great defense or whatever, you know, the running game, factor in running game, TJ, you know, they factor that all in. Best statistical year next year between Caleb Williams, Spencer Rattler, and dime time, TJ, Dylan Gabriel. If you're just joining us, TJ said Dylan Gabriel will have the worst I did not, season. Stop! I did not of say those that. three, no, you really you said that for a second. I, for a second, but you did say it. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four wheelers, side by sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations: I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the $8.99 listing fee. They'll list your home for $8.99. Get the same service as any other realtor out there, but they save you thousands of dollars. Great customer service from Terry and Jackie Saxon, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air 
Comfort Solutions text line. A lot of people are experts on this yeah, cavender ahead. seasoning. It's a All Greek right. seasoning. It's a must-have. This person says it's found by the salt and pepper in the grocery store. It's yellow and white bottle. It's from 918 Chris. Uh, several of you let me know it's a Greek seasoning. Right. I'd probably recognize it if I saw it. It just isn't jumping out at me. As I'm sure I got name. some in yeah. my shelf. I've got thousands of seasonings up there, so I'm sure I've got some cavender. Um, this person uh, <clears throat> called off the air would like you to know, you realize horse flies, Toby, do not have to be near horses. So <laughs> they, want you to know, they want you to know that. Why are they called horse flies then? <laughs> I, I, that person made the point of uh, why are they called sea lions? They don't hang out with lions. <laughs> I don't know. That's stupid. Uh, they do hang out in the sea, though. Look, I, I've been around large flies before. I'm sure I've been around horse flies. I, this was a different... I, I've, people are acting like I'm stupid, like uh, these things are all over the... This is something I've never experienced before. The quantity and size of these flies in Montana I've never seen before. And I've lived in Oklahoma my whole life. So maybe I'm not hanging out in the right place in Oklahoma, if you're telling me, uh, this is no big deal, we have these around here too, I've never seen things this size and that bite this hard and that leave giant bites on my legs like these flies in Montana. So I believe you, if you're telling me, ah, it's no big deal, we've got them here too all over the place, I'm okay. I'm just telling you, I've, I've never seen anything like this. And they just sat there like, we don't care if you kill us. They're the size of a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk scholarship, is the bulk? Is there a bulk amount and then scattered out among the players on the baseball team? That's from Ralph in Tulsa. Yeah, you get 11.7 scholarships in baseball, and you've got to spread it out over your team. Yeah, so you got like a fourth of a scholarship. You get an eighth. Of, it's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how it's done, Ralph. Um, that USC pick uh, was on... That USC pick was one casino in Vegas doing a publicity stunt, this says. Is that true? I mean, were they lying? I don't don't know. Um, This one says, the fact that USC is the most popular pick shows the reason why Vegas can keep building billion-dollar casinos. That's true. That that is exactly right. Uh, This one says USC will lose to Oregon State and Fresno State. Will be a tough Hmm. game. Okay. Uh, Tracy and Burleson, if you've already uh, uh, talked about this, sorry, but I just wanted to know if Bronx confirmed the purchase at camp yesterday. So oh, yeah. we are not. So we're allowed to send him letters with limited characters. It was almost like a tweet on Tuesday, Bunk mail. Tuesday and Thursday. He can write us if he chooses to on Wednesday and Friday. With him, I don't know if it's going to happen because they have to hand write the letter. Then the letter gets scanned to us and it gets put on the app. Whether my kid will hand write a letter to us or not, I'm I'm not real sure about. So especially if he's overspent, um, he might be like, uh, I better just ignore this. <laughs> I, like I, didn't get this I did it in a way where it didn't make him sound like he was in trouble because he's not. I just I said I want to make sure you did make these two purchases and it wasn't a mistake. So we need to find where your money went. Is how I put it. So um, did you reload his account? We we put more on there, and I told him now this is just for drinks and snacks. 
And then uh, we got a text yesterday from his friend's mom that was there that Katie had texted her and said, hey, did so-and-so spend all his money today? And she's like, no, he only spent like two bucks, it looks like. But then yesterday we got a text that said, wait a minute, how much money did uh, Bronx spend today? So I'm wondering if he spent... His friend spent more. So I don't know. Maybe they are buying rounds for each other. Hey, I don't know. Quit checking in on your kids and let them enjoy camp for Pete's sake. <laughs> we're not checking in on them. They have no idea Jeez. we're looking. It's just an app that we can see their camp parents. We just see their balance on the app. Oh, uh, things get posted to the app. We get pictures Bronx, from the camp. I'm worried about when you go to college, man. They're going to be tracking your every move. We just wanted to make sure he had money in there. That's all. Do you have those cameras on him like they no, when you there's leave no your dog? Cameras. You we know, don't, when you go on vacation, you leave your dog with him. No. Check and see. Calm down. Uh, this person would like to know, Toby, are you still doing the huddle this fall? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I answered the question. You did answer the question. <laughs> yes, we're doing the huddle. Yes. Uh, dad joke of the day. Oh, boy. Why do stand-up comedians perform poorly in Hawaii? I don't know. Why? Because the audience only responds in a low ha. <laughs> I'm enjoying the dad joke of the day. I'll tell you, they started Who sends last, these in? I don't know. It started last week, and we had a lot of fun with it last week. I enjoy week, these. So. I enjoy these. A uh, number of times on the TV networks that they refer to Caleb and Riley during OU games. This person's predicting five-plus all season long. Okay. Uh, Williams good at scrambling. Spencer Rattler could throw it really deep. I'm curious to see Dylan Gabriel first because he doesn't look like he could scramble or get out of the pocket. He is small. That's from Big Bad Wolf. Hmm. I wonder why he has that opinion. See, now we're getting the text in. TJ, what what do you have against Dylan Gabriel? Why do you think he's not yeah. a good quarterback? I never said he wasn't a good quarterback. Legitimate think, question. Think, here's the we'll thing. The question, They're all TJ. three good quarterbacks, and they can all three have really good to great seasons. Just to recap, if you're just joining us, <laughs> last segment. <laughs> TJ said he thought Dylan Gabriel would have the worst season. Worst. That's not even the proper word to use. He'll finish third stat-wise. Spencer Rattler, Caleb Williams. Look, you've got to so, think about Spencer Rattler's going to be in the game a lot more than land? those other two. Are I, you sticking with Spencer I'm sticking Rattler? With, I'm, I'm sticking with. I'm sticking with my original. Spencer Rattler one, Caleb Williams two, Dylan Gabriel the three. The best statistical season. But saying that, I think Dylan Gabriel could have the best season out of those three and not have as good of stats as those other guys. As far as yards passing and Yeah, we're not talking about winning games. Right. We're talking about so and my thought process is, and I talked this out with someone during that commercial break, Spencer Rattler will probably be in the game more than those other two. He'll be behind in a lot of games in that conference. He'll probably play a lot more. He'll probably have better stats. Caleb Williams is going to be with a stat padding fool that's looking to get him numbers. That's what Lincoln Riley is. And then that puts Dylan third. That does not mean he's going to have a bad season or I think he's a bad quarterback. I think I think he could potentially have the best season of those three and have lesser numbers. I think the uh, – good points. You make good points. I think the answer is Dylan Gabriel. And here's why. As far as the best statistical season? Yeah. Okay. 
I'm not going to say you're why. crazy. Uh, because um, I support OU and TJ. <laughs> That's why. No, no, no. And having here's said why. That. Here's why. Here's why. Okay. Um, you make good points on Rattler. I think Rattler is a legitimate candidate. Uh, I think he's a better quarterback than a lot of people around here do. I think he's got a new lease on life. Um, he's going to chunk it all over the yard. He's going to be behind a lot, like you said. The problem is he plays in the SEC, and I don't think he's got a great football team. So um, That's all true. You know, he's going to be facing – of the three, he's going to be facing the best defenses. Agree? Without a doubt. Okay. But, candidate, Caleb Williams is – here's what I worry about with Caleb. Caleb, I, you know, you mentioned Lincoln's a, a build stats. Okay. One, they've got a very shaky offensive line. I mean, that seems to be the popular opinion. They were bad last year, and they haven't improved on it a ton. And so his ability to set up and pick apart defenses, even if you think he can, I don't know how much time he's going to have to throw. So he's going to have to do a lot of his statistical damage with his feet, which he's capable of doing. Two, rate of, of offense, rate of pace of play. USC is going to snap the ball way fewer times than OU is. Way fewer. Uh, And we'll get to OU's Jeff Levy's style of offense in a second. And three, I wonder if the book is out on Caleb Williams. I don't know. I will give him the opportunity to improve and and, uh, show that last year was an aberration, and he has now realized how to read defenses, and if you drop into zone coverages, he's going to be fine. But as of yet, we have not seen that out of him. His kryptonite has been, you drop into a zone, I don't know what I'm looking at. That is so far the evidence with Caleb Williams. So Big 12 defenses figured that out as the year went along. I have no idea why Oregon stuck with a man-to-man against him in the Alamo Bowl, but I assume Pac-12 defenses are going to figure out, you know what, let's play zone against this guy because he can't read. So that's my, those are my questions for Caleb Mm -hmm. as to why I would not put him at the top. All very good points. I agree with a lot of what you're saying, and that's why I, I can't argue with you on how this is going to finish because I think, like I said before, I think all three of these guys can finish, you know, 3,300, 3,500 yards passing, you know, similar in touchdown passes. I think Caleb's going to throw more interceptions than the other two, but he's going to have more yards on the ground, more rushing touchdowns. So all their numbers, I think, in placing them first, second, third, can be very close to it'll, one another, it, I think. It'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on yeah. as the year goes along. Here's my case for, for Dylan. Here's why I would pick him number one. The, the, the case against him is running game. Jeff Levy's going to – he runs the ball a lot, more than people realize, which is great. It's just going to take away from Dylan's stats uh, compared to the other two. Oh, he's going to run the ball a lot. 
but they're going to snap the ball more than those other two by a bunch. The, the pace of play, the pace, the the, the uh, number of snaps, offensive snaps that Oklahoma is going to take per game compared to those other two is going to be significantly different. And he's got the most talent around him. His offensive line is going to be the best of those three. His wide receiving core is going to be the best of those three. And he has proven he knows what he's looking at. And he's going to face, you know, probably the middle of the pack defenses when it, you know, SEC defenses are better. Probably the Pac 12 defenses are worse. So he's going to face, you know, the, the Big 12's gotten better defensively. There's no doubt about that. But it's not the SEC yet. So more snaps. Better talent around him. Not as good of defenses as Rattler's going to see in the SEC. And he's a vet. You know, he's seen it all. He understands the offense. He he This is not new to him. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be close. But I think Rattler, I think um, uh, Gabriel will end up with the best stats at the end of the year. The only thing that gives me pause is the run game. Mm-hmm. Because I think Lebby will lean on the run game a lot. If he has his druthers, they're going to run the ball a lot, which could hold Gabriel's stats back a little bit. But. Right. So, again, just to recap, I think Dylan Gabriel <laughs> will have the best season of Here the three. Go. TJ thinks Dylan Gabriel will have the worst season of the three. Uh, we'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. BT-dub. Dot, dot, dot. Did you see this Shane Beamer video yesterday? Um, no. All right. Search Shane Beamer on Twitter. Uh, he put out a video yesterday that is just fabulous. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, I, I did see this. Yeah, I did see that. I forgot I did see that. <laughs> oh, man. I love that guy. I'm really rooting for him and for Spencer. Are you rooting for Spencer? I know you're not rooting for Caleb Williams and... Lincoln Riley in right. USC. Rooting Nobody for Shane is, Beamer right? and Spencer Rattler. Yes, I hope Spencer Rattler has a, a big bounce back season. And Do you think most Sooner fans are rooting for Spencer Rattler? I think that has shifted in that direction, yes. I think it Is was... it that – just think about what you're saying because I wholeheartedly agree with you. Go back to October of last year. Shoot, it might have started in September of last year. I mean, it did not take long for the tide to turn. But certainly, uh, go back to OU Texas, okay? The wake of OU Texas. And I say, TJ Perry, how are you today? I have come from the future. My name is Toby of the future. (laughs) That's what they call me in the future. I've come from the future, and I got something to tell you you are not going to believe. But by July of next year, OU fans are going to be rooting for Spencer Rattler and rooting against Caleb Williams. And neither neither one of them will play for OU. Right. 
you would say, Toby of the future, have you been on the sauce? There's no way that could happen. And I would say to you, TJ. Barbecue sauce. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I do love barbecue sauce, man. I got like seven different barbecue sauces in the fridge right now. But that's the fact, Teach. I mean, think about how amazing that is. I think if I put on, if I put out a Twitter poll, which I'm not, are you rooting for Caleb Williams next year to be successful? Sooner fans would vote. What? Ninety-five-five. Uh, yeah, is I, that I, too high? It may be too high because I'm trying to figure out who the five percent are that would even click yes, and it would have well, to just be that nice people. W- it you would know, have to be like, USC just, people that fell into your timeline or something. I don't good know. old-fashioned churchgoers that don't want anything bad to happen to a kid. There's a few of those out <laughs> there. Teach. Good old-fashioned churchgoers. <laughs> <laughs> but ninety-five percent or more of OU fans would say, "No, I'm rooting for him to fail miserably." And if I put out a Twitter poll that said, are you rooting for Spencer Rattler to be successful next year? What's that percentage? 80, 20? I was going to say 75 to 80. So, yeah, I, I think it's 80, 20, something like that. There are what still those that are going to hold off and be like, no, he sucks. I ain't rooting for him at all. Did, did you see the way he tweeted those kids at local campus corner establishments? How's old cars treating you now, Spencer? <laughs> By the way, pretty sure Dylan Gabriel's got a car uh, in hey, IL, sh- right? Shh, don't say that. I saw him with a truck yeah. or something. He had a nice truck. Don't be saying anything. And some sort of water? Isn't he got some sort of NIL water? Apparently he's deal? got access to water, to, to boats, yeah. to all kinds of things. Uh, party buses. Um. Anyway, what a turn of events, Teach. What a turn of events. Yeah, no, I'm rooting for... I'm rooting for South Carolina. I was rooting for South Carolina before Spencer Rattler got there because I like Shane Beamer so much. And South Carolina is harmless, you know. Like that, as of now anyway. It's different if he goes to LSU or Arkansas or someplace that, you know, irritates you. Who cares about South Carolina? Go get them, South Carolina, right? They're way over there on the coast. exactly right. Go get them. Won't affect uh, Go get them in the SEC East. Yeah. So, and now Rattler joins him, and, uh, yeah, I got no – I liked Spencer Rattler when he was here, Teach. I was fist-fighting people over him last year saying, why you are you liked so him hard on Caleb? I did. When he was here, I thought he I thought he was a better quarterback and a better dude. Not better dude, but I, he was – he was mischaracterized. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Mischaracterized. Mm-hmm. I thought they the misperceived, ill-perceived. What's the word I'm looking for, TJ? Wrongly accused. Story... He needed Carter Jennings of CarterJenningsLaw.com. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, it just the way that the general perception was about Rattler and the general perception was about Caleb Williams, I thought was was inaccurate. And then, like, suddenly, as soon as they both left, everybody goes, oh, yeah, okay, well, we don't like that guy. We like, well, Carl's Jr. Now we call him Carl's Jr., right? We call him all kinds of things. 
sports fans have really short memories. They're like, hey, I, I never booed Spencer Rattler rooted against well, him. Machine Gun McComas is the prime example. Like, and Parker Thune, for that matter. I've never seen a man crush like Parker Thune had on Caleb Williams. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. M- but Tyler, if if Caleb would show up at a basketball game, he would like pass out, like it was seeing the Beatles <laughs> or something. Oh my God, what a leader! What a great, you know, all that kind of. And and everybody detested Spencer, and now it's like you know, it's the opposite. So it, it's just fascinating. I don't know who's going to be better, but I'll tell you this though, like Rattler. Better get more elusive or figure out a better plan when those SEC defenses collapse the pocket because that's his kryptonite, right? That, that's like correct. he could not move. Mm-hmm. And when that OU offensive line was shaky early last year, he did not handle it very well. So he's going to have to get be better at that. And Caleb Williams better figure out what to do when he sees zone defenses. Like he's and he's young, so maybe he will. But that was his kryptonite last year. Was I don't know what to do. The, to the guy who said Dylan Gabriel didn't look very elusive, I would put him right in the middle of those two. He is not Caleb Williams, but he is way more mobile than Spencer Rattler. I shouldn't say way more. He is more mobile mobile, than Spencer Rattler. He definitely is more. You're telling it like it is, Toby. This is two straight days, ladies and gentlemen, where I might tell it like it is quota has been met. Uh, We'll be back. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the morning show. So who's really to blame? You know? We're back, T-Row in the morning show. T-Row hates horse flies. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. If you have a problem with horse flies at your place, got to get out of it because the horses are bringing too many horse flies. He can sell your home for you. $8.99 listing fee. He'll save you thousands in closing costs. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Horse flies are much, much more prevalent in the eastern part of the state. I have been pleasantly surprised at the lack of horse flies since moving to the OKC area. All right. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this texter says, I think Gabriel will have the best year statistically. With Schmitty, the old line will be vastly improved. Gabriel will have the mm-hmm. best line, and his pa- uh, pass with Levy's offense gives him an advantage. All I good agree. points. Yep, I agree. TJ doesn't like what happened here. TJ doesn't like Dylan Gabriel or Josh Heupel. TJ, what do you right. have against left-handed quarterbacks? It's a fair question. What I don't have anything against left-handed quarterbacks. I have a problem with idiots like you and Toby Rowland. That's what I have a problem with. Always twisting my words. <laughs> uh, I'm rooting for Rattler, but I'm not sure how stats are going to pile up against SEC opponents. Says Burley mm-hmm. Boomer. Uh, of the three, were you anti Steve Young back in the day? <laughs> yes, I was anti Steve Young. <laughs> do not like okay. Steve Young. <laughs> All right, we're getting we're getting a better. <laughs> I picture do like here, Dylan Gabriel though. So, were you anti Michael Vick 
Yes, very much so. All right. Don't like Michael Were Vick. you anti-Tim Tebow? Yes! Maybe yeah, okay. there is something here. It is all coming into uh, focus now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when you were growing up, did you have a left-handed uh, experience with someone left-handed that was bad? Not that I'm aware of, but maybe that's one of those dark places that my mind doesn't go in, you know. I've blocked it out, maybe. Did you have a left-handed teacher that gave you a bad grade or anything like that? <laughs> maybe, maybe so. How about <laughs> Boomer Esiason? How do you feel about Boomer Esiason? Uh, Boomer's fine. I don't have a problem with Boomer, really. Mm -hmm. Jim so. Zorn? Were you anti-Jim Zorn no, back in no, the day? No, I feel, have no feelings one way or the other. Mark Brunel? Did you hate Mark Brunel? Uh, he's a bit of a punk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, I think the uh, caller is on to something here. Uh, Chris Sims. Chris Sims was <laughs> oh, left-handed. Don't get me started on Chrissy. <laughs> You're an anti-leftist. <laughs> but it's just in football because I love left-handers in baseball, especially okay. lefty hitters. Wow. Fascinating. You know, yeah. This sounds like some therapy you need to work through. Uh, of the three QBs, which will have the better O-line and skill players? Gabriel ha may have more possessions because of the def defense and offensive mm -hmm. pace, this text Exactly. Says. Exactly. It's almost like I sent that text message. Hey, T-Row. American Airlines announced yesterday that they have partnered with the Texas Longhorns. Are you going to bo boycott American Airlines now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes, I will no longer fly American Airlines. What about arenas, uh, American Airline arenas? Will you be attending yes, those? Yes, I will not go to those either. <laughs> Miami or Dallas. Uh, if DG is out of the game early, then it's because of the monster stats early in the game. They aren't going to be okay. way ahead unless he puts up big numbers. Good point. Yeah, but defense Seems can be setting you up in some short field situations. You could be scoring some on... Uh, turnovers uh, doesn't necessarily mean you're putting up huge numbers. Seems like most of the callers agree with me that Dylan Gabriel will I'm have not the best statistical year I'm not, of the three. I'm not, I'm not putting my foot down and saying you. you guys are idiots. That you will have the worst. Uh, top of the hour. Hey, we got OTD on this July 20th coming up next.